How are you now? <laughs> How are you now? Um, well, that, uh, once again, what do we expect, right? If they play a good game, they got to play a an absolutely terrible one immediately afterwards. Uh, your Montreal Canadiens lose in L.A. to the Kings by a score of 5-2. to two. Hello and welcome to uh, the ninth episode this season of the Bottom Six Minutes podcast presented by Habs Eyes and the Prize. I am Matt Drake, and this is getting a little bit old. <laughs> it's getting a little bit old. It's, it's been a little bit old, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm not... I'm honestly at a loss for words with this team. Sometimes, um, we'll do we'll do a quick recap this time. Let's let's talk about it a little bit. So pretty even first period, right? The Habs actually not looking too bad. LA getting most of the shots, but guess what? Something they have not done very often this season, and usually when they do it, it goes pretty well for them. The Habs score first, late in the first. Uh, Josh Anderson walks in on the wing, fires a wrister, makes it one nothing. Beats Cal Peterson. Uh, yeah, they're up. We're feeling good, right? We're feeling great because usually when they score first, uh, it's gone pretty well for them so far this season. But unfortunately, uh, everything just completely and utterly unraveled uh, in the second period. Uh, Really started with the second period, continued through the third as well. But uh, yeah, second period, uh, uneventful first few minutes. But then uh, Victor Arvidsson gets an entry pass on the right wing, beats Jake Allen, one that Jake Allen probably should have had. The Jake Allen from two nights ago probably would have stopped that. But... I uh, can't really fault him. Arvidsson had a very clear path walking in. And then a joke of a slashing call against Josh Anderson. He got pure stick as um, Anzi Kopitar was trying to cut in towards the net. Uh, should not have been a call, but of course it is. Less than 10 to go in the period. Uh, Arthur Kaliev snipes on the power play, makes it 2-1. to one. Uh, But it feels like a manageable game at that point, right? Even though the Kings had very much dominated that second period, it felt manageable. It's like, you know, if they come out uh, really strong in the third period, maybe they can make a, you know, make a case for themselves in this game. Uh, But they very did not do that at all. Uh, Christian Dvorak takes a tripping call less than 30 seconds into the period. Rasmus Kapari scores to make it 3-1. to one. Uh, And then Alex Iafalo scored to make it 4-1. to one. And then Alex Iafalo scored again to make it 5-1, to one, and the Kings were just dominant in the third period. The Habs had no answer. Um, they did get one back. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, it was a 5-2 to two score, so Ben Sherratt got one back uh, on the power play with just over two minutes remaining in the period, uh, but far too little, far too late, and the Habs lose to improve their record to two and seven on the season i say improve again because we've talked about this before uh maybe you're of the mind that they should tank and they should try to get that uh that first overall pick i think it's going to be pretty hard to beat the arizona coyotes out for uh last place in the league this season uh even for this team it's probably going to be pretty tough but uh you know if you're of that mind that tanking is the best thing for them to do then you know this result is exactly what you're looking for if on the other hand you're you're like me and you prefer to uh you know have a nice afternoon game where you can watch your team actually win, then that game sucked. It was terrible. You, you guys might be able to hear in the background a little bit uh, my kids, because uh, my two-year-old is still actually awake, which is the only good thing I can say about this game is that at least they played a game on the West Coast and I didn't have to stay up until 1 a.m. to watch them do this crap. Uh, that's the best thing I can say about this game is that uh, I'm going to get to go to sleep at a normal hour. Now, I don't want to get into another rant about 
firing somebody. I've made my opinion known on that, right? Clearly, I, I do think they should start with the general manager. And frankly, I, I think the big part of that is that he committed to a coaching staff based on a magical playoff run. Uh, that That's not something that they can replicate, clearly. Not with the team that he's put together anyways. But again, I don't want to get on a rant uh, about firing people. What I will say, though, is I've never seen in my 31 years of life a team that is just that incapable of mounting any kind of a comeback in a game. You know, they, they always say a two-goal lead is the worst lead in hockey, but against this Montreal Canadiens team, a two-goal lead is a backbreaker. They're done. They give up. They show no fight. They have absolutely no heart in them to battle back when they get down. When they get down, like, take the game against the Sharks, right? Habs get out to a lead against the Sharks. They're up 3 nothing, and the Sharks are shelling them trying to get back into that game. Jake Allen held the fort for Montreal, and that's why they were able to pull off the win in that particular game. But look at the way it went, right? The Sharks came alive when they went down, and they were trying as hard as they possibly could to get some opportunities. And uh, you can hear Wyatt over here saying, no, 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 no. Right, buddy? Do you want to say something about the game? You got nothing to say? You want to tell people what you think about the Montreal Canadiens? He's just kind of standing there staring at me, so apparently he's mic shy. If you put the mic on him, then he doesn't want to talk, but um, if he's standing farther away, then he's got no problem talking up a storm. Um, but he's two, so uh, he's two, but he probably has more heart in him than this Montreal Canadiens team, honestly. The fact that they just allow themselves to get beat down in games, as soon as they go down by, by you know two goals or more, Honestly, even by one goal, right? They scored first in this game, and it felt like as soon as they got scored on to tie the game, they just, like, you know, they all dropped their shoulders, and they're like, all right, well, I guess we're losing this one. Like, I I, I know that's that's maybe a little bit harsh, but it's, it's the truth, man, uh, as far as what I'm seeing on screen. And, uh, like, there's there's just no battle back. None whatsoever. They They allow more scoring chances when they're down right and you know score effects usually the other team sits back a little bit you get a little bit more opportunities but they can't even get that right i mean what needs to change what needs to change the the only thing that you can change at at this point i mean obviously you can't make sweeping personnel changes at this uh at this stage of the season um i honestly think that you you got to start with the gm because there's no way he's going to fire a coach that he just extended for three years right there's no way but it also seems like uh, Jeff Molson has no interest in getting rid of his uh, general manager either. So we're just stuck with what we got. And we're just going to sit here and watch this team for 82 games this season. Either win big or get smoked every single time. Because that's what they've done. Right? We got a 6-1 win and a 4-0 win. And all the other games, they've gotten smoked. Except for, I guess, the first game against the Leafs. They didn't get completely smoked. Um, so what? You got something to say now? Why don't you show everybody how you say fire truck? Fire truck. <laughs> yeah. No, don't touch my computer. All right. Don't hit it with a spoon either. Thank you. But um, uh, I appreciate uh... you though. But yeah, they uh, they got to change something because um, clearly what they've got going right now is absolutely not working. And if their plan was, oh, we're just going to wait until Carey Price gets back and he's going to somehow save this season, that's not going to work either because Carey Price can't score goals right uh if you're if you're gonna get shelled with five goals uh let, let, let's say carry price is in net for that game right or alternatively let's just say the same jake allen from two nights ago uh that shut out 
the um, San Jose Sharks, let's say he's in there, right? And he stops virtually everything, right? You, you got to think that the Kings are getting at least one. So what, we go to overtime, 1-1? One, one, all the scoring chances are going LA's way anyways. I mean, are, are they really going to win that game in overtime? Maybe. But the thing is, this team needs more than just amazing goaltending in order for them to actually win games, right? They, they need to actually be able to score, which clearly they can only do in spurts, right? It's virtually impossible for them to get more than one goal per game. And when they do, they obviously, you know, they get four or six, but I don't know, man. Clearly, they got to make a change, and I don't think the organization is actually willing to make that change. So uh, we might be stuck watching this, and maybe, just maybe, all of you who are of that mind that I spoke of earlier about tanking, uh, you might get your wish. And the problem there is uh, getting Shane Wright. It's going to be tough because the Arizona Coyotes look like they are going to be extremely tough to oust from that uh, final last spot in the league. Uh, and of course, the highest opportunity at the draft lottery. I did promise that I would do a like silver lining uh, every single game. Real tough game to find a silver lining. But uh, I'm going to say Ben Chirot. Um, he played pretty well, and he's had a bit of a rough go at the start of this season. Uh, so it's nice to see him have a better game. He was looking dangerous. He was trying to get involved offensively, uh, jumping up in the rush and uh, creating some chances for the Montreal Canadiens. So if he can keep doing that, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe he could be a catalyst to some some better games ahead. But um, I, I think they need a lot more than that. So it is a silver lining, but it's, it's just that, a silver lining. Uh, not something that's necessarily going to help this team turn it around. Um, yeah, that's that's it for today. I'm, I'm going to stop now before I get back on another rant about firing people that nobody really wants to hear. But I, I, I'm telling you this now. I, I might get back on one of those rants soon. Who knows? Uh, we are running uh, just... Uh, shy of 11 minutes, actually. So, it's une soirée pas mal typique pour les employés de soutien. Maybe a little bit more than they might expect. Um, we are on Spotify, uh, Megaphone, uh, Apple, Google Play. I am on Twitter, at DrakeMT. Drop me a follow. I would appreciate it very much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, if you know, if you watch that game and then you're listening to this afterwards, I really appreciate you because I know reliving that game is not something that you needed to do, but you did. I appreciate it. And as always, à la prochaine.